Dateline. Two young elf boys go on a magical adventure on a on, a, on a, this amazing quest through the power of D and D. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> hi, uh, hi, welcome to another special edition of what we what do we call it? Live uh, live, live action, action Tune Brothers. Well, no, this is a live action though. This is yeah. actual. Oh, tune. that's right. Yeah, movie Tune we, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And uh, today, if that weird little intro didn't say anything. We just got done watching uh, Disney and Pixar's newest film, Onward. Onward, yeah. Um, so not gonna lie, uh, you you were telling me yeah, yeah. that you went in like not even wanting to watch this at all. Oh yeah, I had no plans on seeing the movie, but you know I heard good things about it, like got positive on tomato score. And right. I mean, I mean, I I was gonna watch it because yeah. it's it's a new Disney Pixar. When aside from I, unpopular opinion, I was not a fan of. Uh, Toy Story three or four? Really, only three? I didn't. I didn't see four. I don't think I didn't see Coco. I didn't see a couple of the last. I think, oh, dude, Coco is. I haven't seen a lot of the last yeah, Pixar but, movies. Honestly, it's been a while since I've seen a Pixar one. But see, yeah, I was gonna say. But see, for me, I was gonna. I, I I go to watch it because Pixar does really good stuff. Everyone knows this by now. Oh, Pixar yeah. is just really good at like tugging at your emotions and stuff like yeah, that. I must say, this one wasn't as like crazy emotionally manipulative. As, and, like, and, up. and deep, <laughs> and deep. Oh, dude, nothing can top up. Well, up was, yeah, that was the saddest thing in the world. But then the movie, the rest of the movie, I barely remember, of course. But, but um, <laughs> not not gonna lie. I mean, obviously, we're gonna get into detail, but yeah. It wasn't bad. I liked it, yeah. uh, honestly, mostly because I felt like the whole like you know uh, basic thoughts at the top of this thing. It felt like a huge love letter to like tabletop RPGs and campaigns and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So given our like our you know our whole style and Steve's and our love past favorite pastime is one of those. <laughs> it right. was really it felt really like oh that's great. I was actually like you know keeping in line with all the stuff. We even had deep cuts like gelatinous cube, even though yeah, right? makes fun of that. But yeah. <laughs> um. Well. Let's actually stop keeping them waiting. So let's actually just dive right in. Okay. Um, so we start off with some narration talking about how long ago this land had magic and wonder and adventures and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, and then we see all the different races, which, yeah. uh, like, a point of uh, contention, I didn't know what race they were supposed to be for a while. I, I deduced in my head, like, they look like drow. Right, Are they yeah. dark elves? And then, like, literally, probably about, like, over an hour into the movie, the mom finally says, elf boys. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, they were elves. <laughs> right, yeah. I was the same way. I'm like, they kind of do, but I really don't want to assume. Or I was thinking, uh, like, Githyanki from uh, D&D, the tall, oh, lanky, yeah. goblin-like race. I don't, really, I don't really play them, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're like a tall, lanky, goblin-like race. Because we also, in the beginning, like, like I said, we see... The elves, which apparently they are. We see centaurs, we see satyrs, we see goblins, I assume is what they are. Trolls. Yeah, like trolls, goblins. Dragons. We, see, we literally see, like, just about everything. Yeah, yeah, we see a lot of stuff. Yeah. No minotaurs, hashtag minotaur king. Yeah. <laughs> but I they mean, do mention. Know, I, I'm they not going to lie, yeah, that was disappointing. They didn't get a mention. They did mention minota- uh, minotaurs. Yeah, we'll get to that yeah, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then of course... We see, yeah, the world's like a, a classic old school fantasy setting with like, you know, adventures and wizards and people living in uh, like, huts yep. and And the, and the main armor. focus in this is all magic. There yeah. was magic in the world. And magic was able to fix everything. Everyone used magic. You, you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, certain people. Were, like, it was, it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard yeah, to yeah. master, but people were able to use magic and it flourished. But then magic's 
arch nemesis came into play. Science. Yeah, technology. Yep, technology actually started improving, and so nobody had a need for magic. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like, um, well, like a little side tangent right now. Like, do you know what what other things have you seen that kind of like concept in like technology taking over instead of magic? Technology, technology because, uh, over magic. One of my main things in my in my thing is uh, well, a but you know I'm gonna shout it a hundred times during this, but the Forgotten Minotaur King. Mm-hmm. In my head, it's set like approximately. Near colonial times, like the technology is pretty much up to, but not including vehicle travel. Like mm. guns are fairly prevalent. People have normal houses and stuff like that, but like there's no vehicles or like automated stuff like that. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. but uh, for example, for the next thing I'm talking about though, specifically in Dragon Age Inquisition, did you play that? Um, I haven't gotten far, but I have started playing right, it because at one point you meet a person, a human uh, doctor. And they're like, I have this new thing I'm thinking of. I'm, I'm using actual tools and these medicines and herbs oh, yeah. to heal people. I think it's going to be a great idea. And everyone's just like, but we have magic. That's stupid. <laughs> and then like, they go on with their day. I, I, I've yeah. seen a few of things like that. And now, it's not necessarily magic, yeah. but it's a, sim- a similar concept. Avatar were a universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, like, it, with, with Aang, it was all everyone could bend and that... Kind of solve everything. Even even water, even water bending to heal people. Yeah, people like living in huts and stuff, and like people actually built like a house out of like earth bending. And now, and now in Korra, at least up to what we've done so far, um, that you know now they have like they have cars, sorry, automobiles, um, and they have electricity, electricity, and everything like that, like tasers and gauntlets and robots. And so, (laughs) and, and, and heck first season that we covered yeah. was literally bending versus not bending. Yeah. yeah so, it, yeah, like I said, it's not magic, but it's similar. Yeah, I do like that, uh, the whole, I think the, the style is uh, usually either ar- arcane punk, is what, when there's like magic and technology. Is that what it's time. called? There's a lot of like animes that they use that term arcane punk, which I like that setting. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, there's a lot of other terms for like steel, and like, um, yeah, all kinds of like uh, magic tech and stuff like that people Oh, yeah, to. magic, yeah. Magic actually, tech is another. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, that is a big um, one. Final Fantasy VI. VI. Uh, seven. Seven, and also 15, or 14. 14? The main anti, the main army you're up against can't use magic, oh, yeah, yeah. but they have tons and tons um, of magic. I guess tech. fifteen would be in in there as well because they have that. Yeah, they thing. use magic. Like, tech. It, pretty much yeah. Final Fantasy six through later on. Yeah, it's all like technology. All, a lot like, of yeah, have they're very high tech yeah. and magic. Yeah, but, but yeah, now, we yeah, see we, time progressing. We see like wizards being like, oh, I don't need to like you know use a staff. I can just have a light bulb. And like we see time progressing. We see uh, the advancement of like roads and streets and cars. Eventually, we see like skyscraper buildings. Yeah, and then we cut to like modernish normal times, and we see meet our little. Main protagonist of boy, um, Ian Lightfoot. Yeah, Ian. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the Lightfoot. Yeah, Ian Lightfoot, voiced by Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. And Which, like, when I found out he was in it, I, that was one of the drawing factors. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, Tom Holland, I know him. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. And um, who was who uh, of course? I'm about to say known for the current war and in the heart of the sea, right? Oh, and Billy Billy Elliot the musical. Sure, <laughs> because because here at Action Team Bros, we like to we like to try and make you guys think a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we uh, we meet his mom, who was voiced by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Uh, need a refresher on that one. Uh, Elaine from freaking Seinfeld, the vice president in Veep. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. See, a lot I of the times know. I don't, I don't, I don't know voice actors very well. So she's not a voice actor. She's like an actor, well, uh, like a normal act, TV actor. You know what I mean? But yeah, actors like I, I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen like a ton of Veep. I that was the mom. Yeah, she was the mom. I had no clue at That's all. That's crazy. I completely went over my head. But also, uh, we we see, um, yeah, they have like they're just living a normal life in like a normal suburban town. Right. Uh, we, oh, and don't, and don't forget, 
they they don't have raccoon problems in oh, yeah, their yeah, uh, like weird they feral, feral, unicorns. Yeah, feral, feral unicorns. unicorns. Yeah, feral unicorns. I'm like, weird. wait, what? <laughs> I think it's the only magical animal, like animal animal we see is the unicorns. I think, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. dragon. Well, the second, yeah. Well, in they, a second, they, they, yeah, they do have a pet dragon. Yeah, I was gonna say like that felt like a very um, pointed thing about like wolves compared yeah, to wolves like, modern becoming dogs. dogs now. Yeah, like I've seen like one of those funny pictures of like it was like a picture of like a, a wolf in like ancient times being like, oh, those humans over there have some food. I wonder if they, you, oh, maybe they'll be nice to me. That goes over in another thousands picture, of years later. Yeah, next picture like a pug in like a party hat. <laughs> yes, I, I've seen that one too. I love that. Um, but, but like, now, yeah, we see they have a little weird, like scrawny little silly pet dragon that they like spray with water and runs around and is silly. Right. Uh, but then we meet his brother Barley Lightfoot. And Barley, that's voiced right. by Chris Pratt. Yeah, you know from Parks and Rec. And no, what I was other... gonna say from Moneyball. Yeah, I was gonna say Zero what... Dark Thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say, and uh, please help me with some obscure. The five years, he was in Jennifer's Body. Wow, I totally didn't remember him. Gross! This is a kids' show. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, I mean, typical family shenanigans. Yeah, we see the Um, brother has like a weird tabletop thing, which I guess would be the equivalent of like uh, like army men. Kind of. No, no, no. Did you see how the layout was on the table? Yeah. He he even called it a campaign and everything. Yeah. It was D and D. No, then D and D is like fantasy and our world. That would be like Risk. Would it though? It's historically accurate. So yeah, it'll be Risk or like oh, uh, right. Settlers yes. of Catan or one of those like really high concept like real life uh, like strategy army but games. Because see, I always said D and D because like you know <laughs> because he, he calls it a campaign. Oh, you absolutely. Don't have, you don't have Risk campaigns. Yeah, you do. Those you games do? last for like those, those games can last for like years. Can they? Risk? Yeah. I've, I've never played Risk. To be Risk honest. is a very, like, it can, be, it can be hours and hours of a game. Yeah, it's actually an overlong campaign. But yeah, it's a but historically anyway. accurate, like, but it's all, yeah, of course, like, wizards and knights and fantasies and quests and magical items. So it's like, yeah, it's a good D&D allegory for one of those kind of games. Yeah. It's and of course, cool. t- typical shenanigans, you know, um, Ian's trying to get ready for school, yeah. wearing his... Also, wearing it's his, his 16th birthday. We yeah, it is his 16th birthday, and this is actually important for the entire movie, but he's starting to wear his dad's sweatshirt. Yeah, what uh, what was it? Wildwood University. Uh, well, yeah, well, I think it was Wildwood, Wildwood or something. It's a weird something name. like that. But yeah, we see his uh, dad's name, which I don't think. I know, I know we don't ever get his. Name. Yeah, no, we got his name. Oh, they, they said it for a second. The mom oh, yeah. calls him it for a while, and the, the and a character later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else is calling his name. Oh uh, yeah, Wilden. but Wilden, Wilden, uh, Kyle Bornheimer. Who Brooklyn Nine Nine Playhouse? I didn't recognize him off of the top just hearing the name, but I'm sure I know him from a thousand things. Mm. He's he's in a ton of ton of movies and stuff. Yeah, but in this movie, he really isn't. He just has the we see uh, oh that's after the school. Yeah, we see him with the tape. But, but hey, let's let's actually keep going. Yeah, keep going, going with the timeline the here. Story, yeah. Um, so we see you know, his 16th birthday. His brother's being very embarrassing, going on oh, about my crazy fantasy stuff. Yeah, crazy fantasy stuff like thou art going to be a knight and warrior. Yeah, it's yeah, like, he's very weird. And and, you know, Chris Pratt being Chris Pratt, of course. But then we meet the mother's boyfriend, a, a centaur who yeah, Colt Bronco. <laughs> Wait, Colt Bronco. Yeah, I actually, I, I knew I knew she called him Bronk. Someone called him like Colt. Bron- yeah. Colt the, Bronco. The officers later called him Colt. Yeah, but yeah, he is a uh, centaur. A centaur. Uh, yeah, a senator, a senator, senator, a <laughs> uh, police officer, and he's like you know very. Dude, he's authoritative. got like the uh, the friggin' um a cop, cop mustache. Yeah, like the, 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 the mustache, like from uh, soup catcher. <laughs> soup catcher. Oh, is that what it's called? Like soup catcher. Uh, yeah. Flavor um, yeah, saver, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to think of... I, I was going to think of uh, one of the characters from, like, Super Trooper or something like that. Oh, any of the cops. They all have yeah, yeah, they, they, they all do. But, yeah, it's a, you know, just typical... He's just like... Uh, 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 I always forget the name of the other brother. Not uh, Ian, but... Bra- what's his name? Bra- uh, Bra- Brayden? Bryden? Barley. 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 He's yeah. a, like, just walks up 
barley, barley, barley. Yeah, he's very upset and upset at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah all, uh, well, we suddenly learned that like, his whole obsession with the fantasy, not fantasy, with the past and history, he's like one of those people who like, changes themselves to ancient sites and doesn't want him to get bulldozed or... Lit- yeah, like literally the only person who does that. But, um, yeah. and, and, you know, like like you said, the, that game that he plays is historically accurate, oh, yeah. which he likes to, you know, let everyone know that it is, it is, it is kind of thing. But, you know, everyone pushes it aside. Yeah, everyone's you know? like, who cares? It's stop, the past. Stop, th- yeah, stop thinking of the past. Uh, think of your future kind of yeah. thing. And this is when we see Walden, or Walden. Um, yeah, uh, Ian go to school. Finally, skipping his brother's weird embarrassingness. Yeah, he goes to school. We see he is like very socially awkward, extremely he's, socially awkward. Yeah. He's really bad at driving. He can't um, talk to people. He fails the driving test, which is all these are like you know character games that'll come up later for the what everyone succeeds at. Because Disney. That before. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, but e- but either way, it's just like you know it. It, it, it's it's a Tom Holland movie. It's going to be about Tom Holland's character <laughs> being coming nerdy. of age, being socially awkward, you know, like Spider-Man. I don't know what that is, but anyway, <laughs> on the next thing. We, yeah, we see him at school. We see him try to meet, make some friends. He writes down a bunch of, like, lists and yeah, notes like, of things you know, to behave new, better. New me things, because he's 16 years old. Yeah. Which, I think it's hilarious that he's an elf. So, 16 well, yeah. is like, this is a big day for you. I'm like, you're an elf. 16 years, like a... That should be, yeah, that should be like less than nothing. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, we don't, we, we don't know how the mechanics work in this town for people's ages and junk. Yeah, but, but I digress. But either way, I mean, he, he tries driving, has problems merging onto the highway, which, yeah. not going to lie, that it's is difficult. a big thing. That oh, yeah. is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And of course, so he fails driving, tries to make friends to invite yeah. to his birthday party, which it wasn't really a party to begin with. Yeah, I don't know what they did. Oh, they didn't really have one at all, actually, in the end, because his brother comes driving in crazy with a crazy uh, car. Oh, chariots are weights with his giant, like, really beat up, like, yeah. rocker yeah. rocker uh, van yeah, with a giant van. unicorn. <laughs> a big windowless van. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was going to say, he seemed pretty, like, I would think that those kids would think he was cool when he came in, like, all crazy driving and, like, skirting in with the big truck. But then he got out and he was very embarrassing and silly. Yeah, they, they didn't even point that out. Yeah. Because they, they were just like, hey, is that guy talking to you? Do you know that guy? They weren't even being mean. Yeah, no, they were like, that's why that guy's a little peculiar. But like, he was like super embarrassed and then he yeah, and ink course. over his face and he just keeps embarrassing himself. Oh yeah, because right, he like, wrote down what yeah. not to say and stuff. Yeah, he slinks away, very embarrassed. But he uh, eventually goes, um, he just gets in the car with his brother. They drive off and he's like, oh man, you're not going to invite them to your party? Like, no party, we're going. Hey, we're just going, let's go. Yep. They go to the house and he's very upset. This is, is this when he gets to us and he listens to the tape. Uh, yeah, this is when he like sits in his room. He li- starts listening to the tape yeah. of his dad working on something. No, his dad is trying to record a message for some reason uh, with a tape player, yeah. but it's already on and recording while he's setting up with the mother. And then he's like, he's like, okay, now I'm going to start. And it cuts off because he obviously pressed the stop button then. Right, right. But like, it's a very funny thing. It's a very funny scene of listening to it. But then it goes back, he rewinds it, and then he starts trying to talk to it. That, yeah. Like having one of those like one-sided conversations yeah. because... Um, oh, he's before, very weird, before he goes before he, before he goes to school, though, is that when we find out about his dad? Oh yeah, we find out that his well, it's pretty obvious that his dad passed away. Right, but I mean, apparently, <laughs> it's never explained what exactly. We just know he was very sick, yeah, and then he passed away. Yeah, and like well, you know, the fact that he was in a hospital, you could assume that it was likely some sort of cancer, but well, it's not right. really clear. Yeah, but it's not very clear what happened. But we know he passed away because his wife, his mom, right. being somewhere different. Who they and, and and we get into that because you know the mom's trying to be supportive. Yeah, and but everything. also and trying to move on. Like her kids, we find out that the older brother did know the father for a little bit. Only yeah, has it three had like memories. three memories or something yeah. like that. That's an ongoing joke. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, and of course the mom sees uh, Ian is like very Upset. depressed, yeah. and sad, and she's like, "Hey, you know what? 
I have a, I have a gift from your dad. Yeah. He wanted you both to have this when you, when you became 16. 16. Yeah, when you both became 16. I'm assuming that the older brother is like probably 18. Uh, could be. I don't know. I don't, he's I, out of school, so probably. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. He is out of school. I mean, he li- he he doesn't live in his van, but he could have. Yeah, he will. Um, he but knows. anyway, either way, so the mom goes up and like gets like one of those addicts with like the yeah, nice the little downstairs thing. Yeah, just pull downstairs and gets out this really long covered in blanket blanket looking yeah. thing, and we find out that uh, after revealing it, it's. A staff, like a, an actual yeah, wizard an staff. An actual old school wizard staff. The brother knows exactly what it is and they freak out. They find yep. a note that says a spell for bringing someone back for one day. Yep, for, uh, for a whole 24 hours. hours and yeah. you need like a catalyst. In this case, it's a phoenix, phoenix gem. Phoenix gem. Was it crystal, crystal or gem? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. It, crystal <laughs> gem. <laughs> yes, it's a phoenix crystal <laughs> gem. <laughs> but yeah, they find out that they need that to like revive him somehow for a day. And, and of course, uh, the brothers, uh, Barley's like, yeah. oh, you know, we have to recite the spell and stuff like that. And he tries so many different things yep. and he can't, n- nothing happens. Yeah, Ian and the mom were just like, okay, well, it was a nice try, but well, your dad really cared. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, I, I get that yeah. kind of sentiment. It made too. sense. Yeah, they tried yeah. all night to do it. And then, of course, you know, the mom's like, hey, I'm, uh, looks at Ian, he's like, uh, she's like, I'm going to get your cake. You want to join? He's just like, too depressed to go. Of course. So, mom leaves. Uh, Ian looks at the note and actually starts reading it normally, like just reading it normally. And as he's reading it, the staff starts to glow, yeah, and oh. the phoenix uh, crystal gem starts to glow. Yeah, and it starts like uh, floating everything around in his room. And even and even Barley walks in, he's like, "Dude, what are you doing? What?" Yeah, he's like freaked out by it. Uh, they he could, tries to continue the spell. Barley keeps trying to give him instructions. And eventually he uh, ends up accidentally breaking the crystal and destroying the spell halfway through. Yep, half, the, the crystal gets destroyed halfway through. And it, it, as this as the spell's being like used, we start seeing like a a little like magic laser kind of thing. Yeah. Just some magic start. 3D printing? Yeah, 3D, 3D printing. Yeah, that's a good way, but he's 3D printing so, like his dad from the legs up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, so Crystal breaks and everything. Yeah. And they hear some movement in the closet. And they're like, Dad, is that you? And you see like, um, the you see like a person where like his legs are revealed and like the top has like covered in dirty clothes and stuff. Yeah. And the dirty clothes fall off and it's literally just... About, uh, just legs. Yeah, the waist just down. Legs. Yeah, a waist like, down like, pair of with legs. With a, a weird nebulous void thing glowing yeah. in the middle. It's standing. It's walking around. It starts trying to like move around like somebody who like doesn't have, who can't like really move and just like start using the feet to try to scan around like a blind person. Right. It taps then, the feet. The brother who one of his memories was playing drums on his dad's feet plays. Yeah, and then uh, the father recognizes it and is happy. He feels around and he finds the other son, Ian, and they're both like, "Oh my God, it's so great! It's so great! He can't hear us, but yeah, yeah." And they say, "Okay, well, if we want to complete the spell. We need another Phoenix gem, and, and this is when this, the yeah, movie this, starts." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And this, this is why I'm like, they go on an adventure through the power of D&D because yeah. uh, uh, Barley goes through his cards. He's like, yeah. we need to see the Manticore. Yeah. And we need to like go to the Manticore's tavern so we can get a... And every time he says like a key word, he holds up a card yeah. that has literally, whatever it yeah, is on it. Literally showing the different quests like the it's weird like, And of course... Ian's like, dude, that's just a game. And of course, 
once again, we're reminded it's a game based off of real, real life. life. Yeah. So this is when they decide that's what they're going to do. They jump into Barley's van and prepare to drive ah, off. But what is what is that van named? Oh, uh, Guinevere. I said it yeah. earlier. I, I, oh, I yeah, missed yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, it jumps into Guinevere. Yep. And they drive off into the beginning of a mission to find the Manticore thing. Yep. And, uh, of course, as they're driving and trying to get to the Manticore, yeah. um, Mom comes home and she's like, guys, I got the... Uh, I got the cake and everything, and uh, sees a note on the door. It just says, "We'll be back, Mom. We'll be back with uh, with a, a surprise. surprise." Yeah, with a big surprise. She goes into the room and sees like it in shambles. Yeah, and so she's like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" And see, this is why I like the mom character mm-hmm. because she's smart. She's yeah. not just a typical mom. She, yeah, she's like pretty yeah. much a second protagonist with a whole B plot going on later mm-hmm. in the movie. And so, yeah. uh, speaking of B plot, she looks at the table with the cards and stuff, and she holds up. She sees. Phoenix Gem and Manticore Tavern. Yeah. And she's like, hmm. And starts driving towards like, yeah, driving towards what we think is the tavern. Yeah, it's very cool. She of course pulls out just pulls out her phone and checks and immediately finds the place with like a nice little trail to it. Yeah. And I, the boy's phone broke, which is why they can't talk to the whole dang movie. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um yeah, you know, because GPS, because you know, the whole magic and uh yeah, technology, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> magicology. I mean, you're not wrong. Magitech. Uh, eh, okay, yeah. we'll go with that. But either way, we finally get to this dark spooky path yeah and it's all foggy and stuff and we get to this really scary looking place yeah and above it it just says manticore tavern and uh barley's like okay let me do the talking because this lady this this manticore yeah will kill you yeah it's a powerful warrior and it's you know has the maps to the gem and we need to communicate with her so and of course and of course one of my favorite one of my favorite tropes i don't know why i find it hilarious all the time is there anything you're not telling me? No, I told you everything. They open the doors to the tavern and they see happy, happy birthday <laughs> from the Bubba crew. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, it's, it's a like restaurant. A, like yeah, an actual like, like family not, restaurant. Like, yeah, it's like a family restaurant, like a Bennigan's or Applebee's or whatever. It's a Bennigan's. <laughs> it's, uh, have you ever seen South Park? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, my mind was like in the... Well, yeah, anyway, shenanigans I, yeah. from uh, Super Troopers. Shenanigans, <laughs> yes, there we go. But either way, it's like, wait, what's going on? And of course, uh, Barley's like, okay, it's changed, but... Yeah, and then they start asking around. They see a funny, silly mascot of the Manticore. Uh, where they keep like running around like, where are the Manticore? But they finally yeah, find somebody who tells yeah, her, oh, Cory? Cory, yeah, Cory. And uh, we find out that the Manticore is real. And she's like the, the owner, yeah. like a manager or the owner of, well, the tavern. Of the yeah, the restaurant. Oh. She's very busy and haggard and dealing with people, like all kinds of dumb, like, you know, normal restaurant problems, getting people their food, yep. dealing with the uh, staff. They're looking, they're looking for the Phoenix, a uh, map to the Phoenix gem, yeah. and she gives them, she gives them, a, like, one of those children's menus. Yeah, a little cartoon crayons. drawing crayon thing. And then That's they finally funny. are like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. We literally need a map, you know? And that's when she finally, like, is like, okay, look. No, I'm done doing that because I could get sued. Yeah, and like actually giving legitimate reasons. Yeah, I'm practical, like, normal, interesting yeah. that they're they're going with this. And of course, all of this is happening with some some ugh kind of girls like wanting a karaoke machine. Fixed. Oh yeah, yeah, they're yelling at about getting. Uh, but it, trust me, that's not important. Well, eventually she like they keep uh, eventually um, Barley's efforts don't reach her, but then Ian gives her a very yeah. heartfelt thing about like, come on, you're supposed to be a warrior. We need yeah, this for my like, dad. Like actually, like tells her yeah. the whole reason for the quest, basically. And she finally just like says, you know, you're right. And she snaps and oh, goes yeah, to the Yeah, I love that so much because she has a picture of herself in her prime. Yeah. And it's like, I forget what the quote is exactly, but it's like, you know, you should have nothing hold you back from, uh, from 
what you believe. Yeah, you do need to take Who risks. Told, no one believes that. Who would ever say that? Apparently, you did. Yeah, it's literally like, above the picture. Is that exact quote yeah, that exact with her? Same quote. And she's like, just yeah, like, I in I'm living a lie. And just goes on a rampage. Yeah, she just completely destroys her tavern, burning all the weird wallpaper and all the dumb, goofy but stuff no, on the walls. But don't worry, nobody dies, obviously. Presumably. Who knows? As she sets the place on fire, and it's like, <laughs> a lot of so beams falling. On the, on, the way to, on the way to the Well, they say no tavern. casualties later? Or what? What? Hold on a second. Oh, yeah. On the way to the tavern, we forgot to mention that the, the reason, the other reason why I thought this was D&D was because, since it's based off of history, the game, yeah. um, Barley... Gives uh, gives Ian the book to learn spells. Yep, he starts practicing spells, trying to do a levitation yep. spell, which he cannot do. Yeah, he, he can't do it because you have to. Oh, how is it? You heart have spire. to speak from your heart spire. Yeah, he's unable to do that, and eventually, when the fire places on fire, they bur- or she burns the actual real map, which they're almost out of luck. Yeah, we're out they start of luck. barley and the dad's legs, and them have to try to escape. They barely yeah, they, they barely them. do. But um, with a levitation spell, they're able to stop some things from falling and crushing the dead. Yeah, and the so dad's legs. They are rescued, and they get Can up. Can we just call him legs? Yeah, no, I'll say the dad. But, uh, okay, the, the, okay. Either way, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, we we finally get a, a taste of Ian can actually use magic. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, we see him actually levitate some like giant pillar falling out of the way. They manage to escape and get in the van and drive off. And then, of course, Ian's like, "Dude, I yeah. ruined everything. The we map's destroyed. Map. We don't have do? anything." And Varley's like, "Oh yeah, look at this." Yeah. Holds up the kit, the, the kids menu. Yeah, and it's he's a like, little I... drawing thing on it saying Ravens Point, and he's just like, "That's just a, that's not going to be helpful." But then they eventually does he have an actual map? Like a yeah, yeah. Map? He, he pulls it out of the glove box. Yeah, he's, he's like, map. he's like, wait, all it says is Ravens Point. Gets a map out and goes, yeah. oh, there's Ravens Point right yeah, there. We need to go there, and this is when they decide that's what we're going to do. So they start driving off. But wait, and if before, I be- the mom doesn't drive yet. Yeah, I know, I know. They but wait, the freeway first. They before they go on the freeway. Yeah. He, um, Bri- uh, I almost called him Briar for some reason. Barley. Uh, Barley was like, hey, you know what? We shouldn't go go the actual path. We gotta take in a quest. You gotta go on a side path. You gotta follow your gut. Yeah. And so they wanted. He wants to take the path of peril. Yeah. But then Ian's like, "That's dumb. There's a freeway." <laughs> that, well, he's like, "That's dumb. There's a freeway." Um, you do know that you know sometimes it's not just a game. You know. Yeah. It's and really so, gonna be real. And Come so on. Barley's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll do that." Yep, as we see them gutting on that, we see the mom driving past them back towards the Manticore, Manticore Tavern. <laughs> and then, but she gets a call from uh, Colt. Not uh, yet, I don't think. You no, know, because he's like, hey, uh, have you found the boys yet? And she's just like, no, I haven't found them yet. Um, they, I'm, I'm heading to the tavern right now and sees it's on fire. Yeah, like maybe they're just on fire. And then she's like, freeze, like, what on fire? <laughs> and freaks out, gets out. She sees a bunch of like uh, EMTs and like police officers there. And the, the guy in the actual with... Manticore suit like, yeah. get it out! Yeah, he's like freaking out, and, he's, and they finally she hears Corey the Manticore talking to the police officer about what happened. About the two elf boys. Yep, and that how they. Uh, Which, by the way, they ran off. This is literally the first time, and probably only time, they're actually called elves. Yeah, that's, that, that's when we elves. found out they yeah. were elves. Like, oh, that's what these weird blue, blue right. red, blue people are. Right. Like, it was not very clear at all. But uh, yeah, she's like tries to question Corey. The, the officer won't let her, so she has to like grab a first aid kit and trick the officer. Yeah, because like, oh, her Manticore blood will like you know, kill her if, she, if it gets out. So I need to watch her. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he's like, fine, jeez, okay. Turns his back and she immediately takes her into her car, stuffs her in, and they drive off together. 
And then, oh yeah, because apparently the magic, don't worry, the magic orc told the kids everything. Told them about the map, told them about the gem, told them about the curse, and the, uh -oh. She forgot to talk about the curse. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so she gets into the car with the mom, they drive off, and this is when we cut to the boys on the freeway. Yep. Continuing to practice magic. Uh, they're just like, oh, we need to get better at this, come on, we can't keep screwing up. And then. More uh, silly antics with the dad and everything, but eventually Guinevere, the car, starts breaking down. Yep, and then they pull off to the side, and then. And Ian's like, dude, what's gone? What's wrong? Don't worry. I tuned her up, and uh, I, I tuned her up, but she's out of gas. And yep. He's like, what are you? And Ian's like, what are you talking about? It says full. And yeah, this one is of my yeah. favorite. Barley's one of the favorite. best jokes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and so they have to. So they pull over to try to refill with the gas tank he has in the back, but there's it's, barely any gas. In yep, it. there's barely any. And so they're like, "Oh well, I, we've been working on spells this whole dang movie so far, so let's try to use a, an expansion spell or an enlarging spell." Yeah, that way you know can. the gas inside the can will yep. like expand too, which is which was cool. That's a very practical idea. I was very curious about like <laughs> the molecular structure of the gas at that point being put into the car. And this is when we learn something about magic, yeah. like in D and D. Uh huh. It's not always so easy because Ian's like, okay, heart's yeah, fire. And he's like, okay, no, no, no. It uh, I almost called him Briar again. Barley. Ian. Oh, Barley's like, yeah, bar yeah, bar Barley's, Barley's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. With this spell, you have to say it from your heart's fire. And focus. And you have, yeah, and you have to focus. And we get some shenanigans about how Ian's trying to cast the spell. He's just like, you know, you, know, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta have Yeah, Barley keeps distracting him by like moving his arms around, telling him all the stuff he's doing wrong, and he's very and, distracted. Yeah. He's trying to, and he just says, Barley, shut up! And then he accidentally uses the, uh, the, the spell goes backwards and shrinks, and he doesn't do it to the can, he does it to Barley. And yep, he's Barley shrinks. Yep, he's not tiny. Which they, he's like, okay, what are we gonna do now? It's very silly antics about like him not being able to move very fast and all that kind of stuff. Right. They spot a gas station, swamp gas station far off of the distance. One thing I have to point out. Yeah. Like you said, it's called Swamp Gas. Come on, Disney. You were one letter off. What? Swamp Gas? Swamp Gas? Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> I'm just the pun they were going for. Right, right. But, but either yeah, way, they so yeah. They up there and they're just going just gonna to refill it on normally and go yep. in and pay. But then some sprites pull up and motorcycles is a whole big thing. Literally, they're like, they're like sprites or fairies. On three motorcycles, there's a lot of them, and they're like yeah. a biker there's gang. There's a huge swarm of them. I'd just say a swarm of... of uh, they call them sprites specifically, I think. I, I think you're right. Yeah. Either way, yeah, a, a whole swarm of sprites yep. that are a biker gang. Yeah, they're very rough and tumble. Figure, <laughs> figure that out. Yeah, one of my favorite characters, voiced by the ever-wonderful Gray Griffin, who's a voice actor in a thousand things, including Azula, my favorite character of all time, voices the lead Pixie Dewdrop. That was Gray? Yeah, of course it was. Awesome. I, you I can barely tell because everyone's voices yeah, were yeah, very they're, distorted. They're, they're, yeah, they're distorted to make it sound squeaky, but that's awesome that Gray was actually... Because see, that's a name I do know, because oh, this guy won't ever shut up about Azula well, being best girl. Gray's in a thousand great things. When Toph is best girl. Whatever, that's not for this show. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, 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 I we, digress. We get to the... They try to go in there. We see the, how like violent these two, these little like uh, uh, sprites, sprites are to people. They're like har harassing people. Inside the shop, they're breaking shit and throwing it all over the place. And, and eating everything, yeah, not yeah. paying for anything. And <laughs> the, 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 the giant... The, the cash register... Uh, uh, the cashier, not the cash register. Yeah, the troll. Um, whatever it's just a troll, yeah. which I thought was hilarious because one of the things when they were driving on the highway yeah. they got across a toll bridge oh, and it was a troll guy, yeah I didn't even get that joke yeah, yeah I, I totally I, I, I missed that. that it was hilarious <laughs> but either way, it's very funny it's, it, there's a lot of like hidden puns in this oh yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff um, but either way you know so they buy yeah. some snacks they get like $10 of gas and yeah. stuff like that um, what's it called um, barley the tiny barley still shrunk needs to go to the bathroom doesn't want to use uh, uh, it, has, yeah, it is one of those places where they have to give you the key yeah he goes around to the back and they're filling the gas tank but then they find uh, barley being what I assume would be like 
racist, I guess, technically, because he was being very well, rude to the sprites, saying, like, oh, you guys, you, why, you guys, why are you guys riding motorcycles? Because you guys should be able to fly. Oh, your ancestors used to fly, but they got lazy because of the magic. I, it's like, yeah. I feel like that would be incredibly offensive to yeah. say to anybody's face. You know, you know I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know, when you put it that way, yeah, he, even if it, mm-hmm. w- whether it's true or not. Yeah. That's very racist. <laughs> Holy crap. It was very, very offensive for him to do that. But wow. yeah, of course, then like, she gets appropriately pissed off. I love Dewdrop. She's great. And she's like ready to kick his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, and of course, he's like, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. Ian's like, why are you ruining everything? They have to pull the dad's legs on a leash. Yeah. So when he funny. pulls the leash, the legs bump into the motorcycles and they all fall down. Yeah. And then that just makes them even more royally angry. <laughs> yeah, they're just ready to completely kick these boys' asses. Yep. It's an amazingly hilarious scene. It, because it, it actually is, They yeah. run to their car and they start trying to drive it off, but then the pick, uh, um, Barley's too small to drive yeah, the car Yeah, Barley's still. too small. And so Ian is like, don't. Bring his character game back of getting back on the freeway. Yes, yeah. now. And uh, they chase him out of the freeway. It's a very cool car chase, I'll say. Oh, but I have to. I, but you have to admit, yeah. I, I thought it was kind of like an eye rolling kind of moment. Yeah. Um, because Barley tells Ian to put it in O for onward. Oh, yeah, that's where you're gonna. I'm title like, of the I like. I rolled. I just. I just rolled my eyes. It's like they said the thing. Let's yeah, go home. That's the title of the movie. Turn it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave now. <laughs> I was like, uh. Yeah, that was a very I, cheesy I'm a, thing. I'm a punny guy, but that was ridiculous. That was absurdly random. Yeah. But like, um, yeah. but, and e- but either way, you know, um. And this is when we get another character moment with Tom Holland. Wow. Um, oh, the dreading, oh, getting because he, the, yeah, because he, has the, the he has the merge. Yeah. And that was the, the biggest thing. Yeah, that was his wife. Well, one of his many things besides like wanting yeah. to spend time and, with his dad who's still being tagged along. Not going to lie, he, um, Bri- I, 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 Barley? I keep wanting to call him Briar for some reason. Weird. Bar- <laughs> Barley is like, he, he has some very interesting facts because he go, Ian's like, I'm not ready to do this. And he's like, you're never ready. Just do it. Yeah. I'm like, that's not unnecessarily untrue. Yeah, it's very true for the character of Ian that we barely know. But yeah. Well, yeah well, no, I mean, for him. anyone in that situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever ready for anything. But yeah, it's a very cool car chase. Yeah, they and of course, yeah, they, out some, they're getting like a crazy oh, swing, chain swinging. And they like managed yeah, to chain, knock out one motorcycle. And, yeah, and it, all while uh, Ian is actually learning how to drive literally on the fly. Yeah, well, but very poorly because he like does he merges with outside. He's all well, over the no, swerving. no, the, the sign, he yeah, does he goes, sign. Yeah, he, he does sign with his hand there because no there's signal. no yeah, turn signal. Yeah, because his car is uh, not street worthy, I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah, Guinevere is definitely uh, yeah, not street a, legal. a clunker. <laughs> but yeah, he uses the sign to turn signals kind of and like smir- swings over like four lanes. Yeah, and he's just like, oh my goodness. Like, manages to horrible get, driving, yeah. don't ever drive like that. Yeah, gets off of the freeway and manages to just barely... Make it to their exit. Yeah, but they also crash the motorcycle of the Sprites who just managed to save their lives and not being murdered by these two boys by learning to fly again. Yeah, because it was like, ah! And then they like literally just start flying and they're like, hey, that racist guy was right. <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. What a horrible um, message. But yeah, then this is when we come back to the mom. Yeah, we come back Corey. to the mom because it's like, okay, so what's this curse? And she pull, and uh, Corey the Minotaur pulls off her sleeves and shows a giant tattoo of the evil curse that will happen. It's a kind of weird, crazy yeah, rock it's some, dragon. Some kind of, yeah, it's some kind of rock dragon that comes out of the... Uh, it comes out of the like where the gem is and stuff. Yeah, if you try to pull it out, and you need to face it by hurting the core. Yeah, you by hurting the core. Well, and how do we do that? And well, you need rips off the other yeah. sleeve, and, and there's a we'll... giant tattoo of something called the Curse Breaker, a really big magical sword. Yeah, a giant great sword that's called Curse Breaker. I'm like, that's cool as heck. Yeah, and then of course she's like, oh, the... well, where do we find it? Where do you find your curse? Like, oh, I sold it at a pawn shop. Yeah, I, I sold <laughs> it, but trouble. don't worry, but don't yeah. worry, uh, we can find it. And then they start going to like the pawn shop. Not yet, but we come yeah. back to the boys, and yep. this is when uh, 
They're continuing to drive on the freeway. Is this when they get pulled over by the cops? Coming up now? Oh, uh, actually, I no, they, that happens before the mom, actually. The, yeah. They're pulling over by the cops, and they use the uh, the spell. I think they get pulled over by the cops after they get the sword back. No. Because, like, they, they, when, they hit the, when they hit the pixies driving, that's way later when they have the sword. Hmm. But so, so what happens then? I believe that, well, the boys, after they have to cut to the mom saying they need curse breaker, it cuts back to the boys continuing to drive, and this is when they get pulled over by the cops, I believe, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. Yeah, let me just um, check my thing right quick. Yeah, check your notes. You vamp. <laughs> you vamp. Oh, um, so I'm, I'm going to assume that what we what you were saying is absolutely correct. So, um, yeah, so they're driving, you know, they're like, woo, yeah, we did it, this was awesome kind of thing, and they get pulled over by some cops. And, um, you know, they're wondering, uh-oh, I don't have my license, your wallet, oh, um, um, Barley, I keep wanting to call him Briar for some reason. That's so random, dude. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I know, right? I, I don't understand it. But either way, um, Barley is like, yeah, uh, he turns big again because the, the effects of the small, like, wear off. But his wallet is teeny tiny, so he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have a wallet. Yeah. So, uh, or a driver's license, they I don't mean. have any idea on and, as, yeah. and as that's happening, the dad, like, because they made, like, a top kind of looking thing, so it looked like he's an actual person. Yeah. Um. He just walks out and he's stumbling around because he's just, you know, a bit top heavy. He just, yeah. So he's, like, he looks like he's walking around drunk. Yeah, it's very funny because they actually yeah. say, like, so we're going to need you to walk a straight yeah, line. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> and, and by the oh, way. He's like, okay, I've had a long night. It's really funny. Yeah, right. Of um, and of course, what uh, the it is good to note that the police officers that pull him over yeah, are a satyr and a cyclops. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that. And uh, then, of course, um, this is when Barley's like, hey. Um, so you can do a disguise spell. Yeah. So the but the only way to keep the spell working is by t- telling nothing but the truth. Yeah, and you have to keep telling the truthful. So they're gonna get going as they transform into their mother's potential Ma- stepdad. Their mother's. Potential. Yeah, I'm gonna say their mother's husband or whatever. But like it's actually boyfriend. their boyfriend. So it's technically yeah, their future stepdad or whatever. The yeah, um, they turn into cult. Yeah, they turn into cult Bronco, and they talk to the officers. They recognize cult because they're officers as well. Yeah, he's and they like, say, "What are you doing on this side of town?" He's like, "Oh, I'm just uh, with my, uh, my I'm with my yeah, I'm with my boy." Yeah, and, yeah. and like, "Oh, you're teaching him how to drive? That's great." And they're like, "Oh, that's and fine." He's they're being yeah, they're being awkward because in order to make this work, what it's like a horse costume. One of them has to be the front. The yeah. other one has to be the butt. Yep. And, of and course, every time they lie, the, a part of them transforms back into normal, so, like, it's very difficult for yeah, them to Yeah, and, like, we're facade. talking, like, not just, like, slowly fades, no. Like, one lie, an ear turns normal. Yeah. Another lie, like, literally, just random body parts start turning normal. Yeah, it's and very, of course, very and, and then, of course, uh, one of the bigger... One of the bigger things is sorry, I just heard some music for some reason. It was a phone. Um, <laughs> but one of the uh, one of the biggest uh, one of the bigger moments in this, I guess I should have seen this coming. Yeah. Um, is the satyr? Uh, well, actually, at first the cyclops is like, I get what's going on. Yeah, you're look, to get it's not e- it's not easy. Yeah. I mean, you're you're still new to you know being a father figure. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And, did you know what she said? Yeah, her girlfriend. Yeah, her her girlfriend. All over kid. the thing about the character being yeah, an LGBT character. Yeah, so I mean, well, sort of Disney's usually not open about that. Yeah, yeah, because you've ambiguous like the uh, the swa- the sauna owner in what's it called? Right, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Lilo and Frozen. Stitch, the uh, scientist Jumba, and the other oh, guy. Oh, that was more there's, like just there's theories, yeah. there's theories on that. But yeah, but like, either way, they're, yeah, they're very like cagey with their LGBT characters. Yes, yeah. either like, way, yeah. this but was like the first time it was more open. Yeah, more openly addressed. But now to get to the important part, um, as the, as 
Colt is leaving with his son. Yeah. Um, the satyr goes, yeah, he must be a handful. He's like, yeah, he's not He's not necessarily that. No, 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 not the young one. The, the older, older one. one. He's a real screw-up, right? And I'm like, uh... Hey. And then, of course, this is when... Uh, I forgot the main kid's name. Ian has to say, like, no, he's not a screw-up. And then he starts transforming back. And he's like, oh, no. He's like, he's a, he's a great kid. He doesn't mess up anything. And then, like, he's transforming. His brother's seeing this and is very upset. Yeah, he's very upset. He's like, oh, I gotta go, bye. Yeah, as the, they jump into the car and drive off. And this is when... We see that the Cyclops officer is just like, wait a minute, she looks at those feet prints. Yeah, and look at the hooves feet prints. Turning into, yeah, hooves turning into actual like sneakers and shoes. And like, oh, wait a minute. She calls it in saying she needs backup and she calls yeah, Colt. Need, need backup and please get me through the Colt. Yep, and this is when we see the boys driving off. Brawley and, is now yeah. super pissed and doesn't oh, talk to his very. brother anymore. And, yeah. and um, yeah, you know, all, all that's going on. He's like, hey, you know, the magic probably got it wrong. And of course, uh, Barley goes to a random vending machine that he finds and like... What was he doing? Just buying a he bunch of snacks and being, stuff. Yeah, he's like not talking to him, being pissed about it, just like being right. angry. And of course, it, of course, you know, it's like, hey, the magic got it wrong. I don't believe that. And he's like, uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, he's very upset with his brother, and they don't want to talk to each other anymore. But then, like, his oh, that's right, he's bla- yeah, he's blaring music this entire time. Yeah, and this was an interesting moment number two for me mm-hmm. because the music is so loud, it's vibrating the entire van, and the dad's legs start dancing. In in rhythm with I it. I was gonna say, did you ever see um the fuck is it called? Uh, a weekend at Bernie's two. No. You speak at Bernie's one. No. Do you know the conceit of the series of the of the movies Weekend at Bernie's? No. These two guys like carrying around their dead boss to pretend to be he's alive <laughs> the whole movie. No. You never I've, seen that? I've never heard. They're of greater any than of this. really. You ever heard of uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Whatever. These two guys are trying to like help their like whole, like they're dragging around their boss's dead body the whole movie, trying to pretend that he's alive. It's a very silly comedy. But in the second one, they realize that music makes them start moving and dancing. <laughs> so the body starts like really hilariously moving, like it was like randomly like a dead body. It was, like it's really funny. But like he reminded me exactly of that whole sequence of that der- terrible funny movie. This guy is crazy. Yeah, we can get Brandy's is a ridiculous. Well, funny... then again, we probably we're probably gonna have listeners that know what that oh, is. Oh, it's a very stupid, weird series. But like, yeah, he like starts moving around and dancing all over the place. Very funny and like very corny. Yeah. And they say how bad is he is at dancing, but they're really funny and they're loving it. So yeah, they have and, and, a you know, they, fun they, time dancing with the dad. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I at first I was like, you know, that's super quick, but. Being a person who actually is the youngest of three brothers, that's... I actually start realizing, no, nah, no, nah, this is exactly how it works oh, out that sometimes. that must be nice. I'm the youngest of four sisters. Yeah, well, it's not, <laughs> not, my, not my fault, dude. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, also, I think, before we see the, the resolution of them finally making up Dancing with the Dad, that's when we cut back to the mom and Corey. Before that, though. Going to the pawn shop. But before that... Um, uh, Bar- Barley's like, yeah, you know, I, you can't just c- keep calling me a screw up if I don't try. Just do one thing my way. And of course, that's when Ian's like, okay, so what do you, you think the path of peril will be the quickest way? He's like, I know it. Feel it in my gut kind of thing. Yeah. And then, so they decide to actually go on the path of peril. That, they don't start driving after yeah, that yeah, yeah. because then we cut to the pawn shop. Yeah, with, where we see. Okay, what was that thing? Uh, with, the, with, the, with the glass. I want to say changeling. But I can't... I don't know. I think of some kind of... Maybe just a lizard folk of some kind. Right. Because, like, literally, they're walking to this, like, extremely sketchy, uh... 
that sketchy pawn shop. And Gecklin is the name of the creature, so I assume it's some kind it, of lizard. It sounds like I assume it's just a lizard folk. Some it, kind. It, it, I was gonna say it sounds like something like Bollywog being like one of the frog folk yeah. kind of thing. But so, yeah, okay. it's a, just a, she's a very weird lizardy, hissy, like weird looking creature who owns a pawn shop. They're trying to get the sword back, but she's like, okay, fine, it's a dumb big sword. Who cares? Ten bucks. And they're ready to pay, but then she Manicor, hears... Manicor yeah, is talking, about, out, talking about how like, great and rare and wonderful it is. And she's like, oh, really? Well, it's going to be actually 10000 And the mom's like, are you serious? And as as she's like, no, you can't do oh, that. We get, from, we get a yeah, call we get a at call this from... time from Colt Barranco saying, the boys are like going down, going to Raven's Point. The cops said that they called it in, and I'm going to go try to find them. Yep. And, and, and like, of course, as she's out. talking, Manicor just literally... Takes her scorpion tail and just stings the uh, yeah. the lizard lady. Yeah, paralyzing her. Like, oh my god, you killed her. Like, no, she's just paralyzed. Yeah, just paralyzed. Just grab the sword. Here, and like the mom, uh, bless her heart. She's just like, here, a little bit of something and a little bit of extra for your troubles. Yeah, she throws a bunch of money on the counter as they both run out stealing that sword. Pretty <laughs> much, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, they start driving. And, of course, she's hooting and hollering. And, of course, it's like the... Phone's still on, mind you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry, can't talk right now. I gotta find my boys. Yeah, she did. They continue to drive on their journey. We cut back to the boys taking the path of peril, is it? Yep. Um, yep. They, they turn out, and as they turn, you know, the back bumper, this, just to show you how old this vehicle is, back bumper, like, falls off completely yep. and everything just like right that. Down just down the peril. Keep, they keep going. It's like, we're talking, like, this isn't even a paved road at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a completely, like, overgrown old trail of, like, rocky cobblestones. Uh, as they drive off, they, then we have the other scene. We cut back to the um, the boyfriend Colt, who is on the phone, sees the bumper, and says, oh, "I'll call you back." He drives up yep. and follows them down this weird, crazy path. And then it becomes morning, and we we at this point. And by the way, every once in a while, Ian will look at his like he has a timer on the yeah. watch because it's twenty four hours. At this point, they have like. 15 hours, I think, or something like that. I think it's like very that. few, like, yeah. That's yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, it's way lower than it yeah, should be. Yeah, they're um, on the trail as they continue down. It's a very beautiful, crazy, wooded area, which is like a bunch of overgrown plants and all kinds of weird, like, right. long, and, and, long and trail. they actually get to do, like, like they, they actually do get to some, like, open area, yeah. even, like, with some rocks and stuff, because... A big giant have, field, they see, eventually, yeah. And they have to stop, because there's a bottomless pit, with, like, like a giant crevice that has a yeah, bottomless a pit. huge, huge... Like, and a yeah, rickety old drawbridge-looking thing. That is still up in the air, and they're unable to cross. Yep, and they have, so they have to find a lever. Yep. Do they find the lever? Oh, yeah, it's on or the other it? side. Oh, it's on the entirely <laughs> opposite side. So, um, so what happens is, is um, Barley... Yeah. Has to. I, I, I caught myself Yeah, you had time. to stop uh, the concentration. Uh, anyway, um, but Barley's like, hey... There's a spell. Yeah. It's called. It, it's like called Trust Bridge or something like that. Yeah, something like where, that. Where, like, it's like Bridge O, uh, like invisible or something like that. Yeah, like, a very unhelpful bridge, invisible bridge spell that you really uh, need to concentrate on. <laughs> well, no, well, no, it's not that. It's not the concentration. Remember, okay. in this one, room. you he's um, Ian says the spell and the staff's glowing, but nothing happens visually. Yeah. And so, so Barley's like, hey, you do know that. This is a this is like a trust bridge kind of thing. If you believe the bridge is there, it'll be there. If not, you're gonna fall, and you don't want to fall. Yeah, and this is when he's like, "Are you serious? That's it's not working. That's a terrible idea." And so he convinces him finally, though. He says, well, "Oh, don't worry. I'll tie a rope. We you'll you'll live." I'm like, "Where the hell did you get that rope from?" The first <laughs> probably the, just has a big old bunch of rope in his windowless van, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, Deus Ex van. So, guess, yeah. um, but either way, so first time Ian tries to walk down, he falls. But the rope saves him, you know. Yeah, he's like, see, you didn't die, so you know the worst that could happen. It's going to be safe. You're fine. Let's go. And then second time he does it, it actually works. And 
This was a very interesting concept. It's like a levitation spell, pretty much, for yourself. Yeah. Only every time he steps on, like, not land, like, in the air, it like, a little bit of magic falls. And apparently he has to do it with every step. Yeah, he has to believe in every step to, for it to succeed. Yep. And, uh... Of course, you know, Ian and Barley are like, yeah, this is awesome. And Ian's like, I'm doing it. And as this happens, Barley realizes that the rope was starting to untie. Yep. And it falls completely. He's yep. just like, he just pulls yeah, it just back. He's like, keep going, keep going, He's like, and of course, Ian's like, I'm on top of the world. Like, yeah, I can yeah, stay here all good. day. I can stand around. And this is great. He's like, no, please just go, don't. Just go, go, please go, go, go. don't. It's very funny. It is funny. <laughs> like the last step, he, uh, before he takes his last step onto a solid land, he's like, ah, oh, you still got the rope, right? Turns around. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, this one's for you, Barley. Turns around. And he oh, yeah. has the entire rope in his hands. He's like, oh, and he like, immediately almost falls. Uh, but catch, catches the ledge and yeah. that guy goes up and pulls the lever. And he's like freaking out a little bit. Yeah, of course, and Barley's like, 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 yeah. He's like, how long did I not have the rope? He goes... Eh, about like the other half, half. Yeah, the, the other half. half. <laughs> but, but trust me, yeah, trust me. He's like, I needed that rope, and Barley's like, but did, did you? you? Like, and of course, that's when Ian realizes, huh? Maybe he didn't because he actually made it halfway across without the rope. No, he made it all the way across without needing the rope. Technically, well, but yeah, no, no yeah. I said without the rope. Yeah, 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 yeah Without yeah. it tied to him. Yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, he didn't it's, need it's it. It's all, all great, but yeah, it's a very funny, touching scene about like believing in yourself and stuff. And then sirens. Yeah. And we get Officer Colt Bronco. <laughs> and, of course, he's like, boys, I, look, your your mom had told me that there was some crazy family thing going on, but I'm going to escort you guys home. Your mom's worried sick. I'm not going to make you... And that made me realize something. And they show, they show the dad. He's like, what the hell? He's like, really freaked out by the dad's Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They actually show the... Yeah. Explain. And that's when he was like, okay, so, so your mom did say like, there's some family things going on, yeah. some complicated things. Um, how, however, when, I first, when you first are introduced to Colt Bronco, he is like the typical stepdad character where he's a, like a dork and not, and not in the fun way. Huh? Yeah. He's like... A, but in this... Like the way... He wasn't even... Actually mad at that. Yeah, he handled he just, it very yeah, appropriately he, he's, and nicely. He, he's yeah. just, he was just like, you know, just you know, I'm gonna take you back to your mom. We're gonna forget any of this happened, kind of thing. It, it, it made me realize, okay, maybe he's not such a stereotypical stepdad. Yeah, it was a very good character and, for character turn for and him. And uh, headphone users, be careful because just to make my point, he's gonna count the three. Yeah, Ian says, we're going to go, we're going to take the car, yeah. we're going to follow you back. And by the way, a, those knocks are him. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, a centaur. He counts so he like a horse. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, counts, he, counts, he counts like a horse. It's very funny. Um, but, but either uh, way. They but, get in their car and like, okay, well, Broly's like, what are you doing? Ian's like, I don't know. I don't know As what I'm doing. And just speeds off. Yep. Back oh, towards so Raven's great. Point. Now, there we pointed out that there are, uh, there's a point where the mountains are called Raven's Point and there is a Raven statue above the bridge pointing in a different direction. Where they see a second Raven and realize that... Barley was right the whole time. You need to follow the non-obvious path. They to need to succeed. follow their noses wherever they go. Yeah, there's toucans pointing the right way. But no, they um they turn off and they follow the ravens as oh, they pull before, off. But before that happens... Colt calls in backup. And now he needs backup. So it's going to take about halfway through. There's a nope. Yep, They're they like, hey, we're home. home free. They immediately are... The whole fleet of police yeah. cars just immediately follow their old beat-up van. As they turn around a corner, they go along a very precarious ridge. Yeah, oh, very, like... And they're like, we're going like, to make Like, you know those we're cringe videos it. where, like, there's bikers on it? Picture that, only it's wide enough for just one car. Yeah, it's very precarious. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to make it, we're going to make it. And they come to a full stop on the road. Yeah, because there's a, a road's closed. Uh, yeah. And so he's like, what, what am I supposed to do? Ian's like, what do I do? 
And then, of course, that's when... Uh, he tries to do the uh, electricity arc, spell. Yep, ar- the arcane lightning, yep. which, at the very beginning, as uh, Ian's looking through the spell books, he's like, arcane lightning, and um, Barley's just like, dude, that's, that's way, yeah, way I, too much um, for you. And then we actually find out why, because... Uh, like trusting yourself, uh, like ha- ha- trusting yourself, speaking from your heart's fire and uh, full concentration. Yeah, you need all three of these oh, in order wow. to, in, in order to be able to actually cast arcane lightning. Yeah, it's like a metaphor, believing in yourself or whatever. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's like this is made by Disney or something. Of course, it's like an obvious um, lesson that'll be learned. But and of course, Ian tries. The yeah. police are coming. You know, yeah, because there's a. Like a big old like boulder rock yeah, thing that he has rock. to sh- yeah he has to shoot off in order to like block the path yeah and of course and of course you know Ian tries he tries and he fails and he he just does not believe in himself kind of thing no he can't do it and, and he can't do it. and then the cops are still coming and this is when Barley has to make the biggest sacrifice of the movie the biggest the, <laughs> the, the only character death in the well sorry first out of two character deaths. Well, in this second entire movie. Though, though, the uh, dad's already dead. <laughs> <sighs> there you go. Harsh but true. Yeah. Okay, uh, but he but he didn't die on screen, so yeah, he on, died. this is the first on screen death. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> true. So what what happens? Well, he tur- he picks up a big rock. He puts it on the gas pedal of Guinevere. He aims the steering wheel just so, and the uh, launches it. Uh, before he launches it, what does he put in? Oh, he puts in the Fendi Valhalla uh, yep. soundtrack. Yeah, he puts in a big uh, fancy tape for action. He sends off his truck to drive up and destroy the boulder itself as Guinevere plummets to the ground and was being crushed by rocks. Yeah, the, yeah. Like I said, the first on-screen death. Yep. And it's it was very, Guinevere. Very sad. It's very sad. The only thing that was left of her was one of the... Uh, taillights? Yeah, one of the taillights. Yeah, and he picks it up saying it was just a double truck. As they continue on foot. Yep, and they and they, uh, of course the dad's just like, hmm? yeah, he's like, what the heck, the dad? Really? Is that uh, dad? <laughs> sorry, Colt. Yeah, this whole time they're dragging around the dad's pants still. For you, in case you forgot. Yeah, but yeah, right. they, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, spoilers. They still have legs. <laughs> it's very funny comedic uh, presence, but they uh, continue uh, to follow the Ravens' points. This is, this is actually, I'm going to interrupt for a moment because this is one thing I wanted to point out. I get it. All the dad has is legs and feet. I'd say the waist down, but yeah. <laughs> the waist down, yeah. But there's still a lot of playing footsie around here for a family. Yeah, he has to do a lot of that, foot that's tapping. I mean, that, that's my like kind of joke thing, but honestly, it's like, that's the only way he can communicate. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, um, like tap their foot yeah. with his foot or like nudging their foot or like, yeah, all this stuff is, yeah, it's all footwork here. Foot <laughs> 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 fetish just are getting the whole movie done. Okay, st- no, okay, we're not going that far. <laughs> This is still Disney. They have a whole movie dedicated to This is to still them. Disney. I'm sure somebody out there loved it. Anyway, <laughs> so after they continue that to whole follow, thing. yeah, they continue to follow the the pointing raven statues, and eventually leads them to a single one pointing directly downward. And they're like, oh, and of course, uh, Barley is like, oh, um, it looks like a giant disc. Yeah. So he starts trying to pick it up and move it. Ian looks and goes, wait a minute, wipes it off because it's extremely dusty. Yeah, and notices that. The reflection is the beak pointing at a specific spot on its chest. Yep. Looks over, sees like this weird, like clover looking uh, yeah, X mark yeah, thing. thing. Yeah. Pulls it out, and you see like waves with an X mark on it. Yeah, and then Barley says, X marks the spot. That's where it's going to be past the river as we see a flowing river behind them going through a cavern under a little awning thing. Now, yep. uh, now um, 
Is this when we cut back to the mom, or do we actually... Probably, no, yeah. I don't, but, but I what happened, yeah, um... Oh, they already have the story. They already have Chris Brick. They're already oh, filmed no, the no, no, no. That's, that's what happens. Um, the mom's driving on the, the on the freeway with the... Oh, yeah, they're going to them. And uh, one of the pixie, one of the sprites, yeah. like like a bug, literally just splat. Yeah, into their window. And, and, like, and, oh, and, and obviously not splat. Oh, no, it's dead kind of thing. No, it's obviously. hit by the window and caught into the windshield wipers. And she, like, the mom like tries to use the windshield yeah. wipers and is like, making the glitter worse. Yeah, and then like, she goes and crashes. They crash the whole car over the side of the thing, destroying their vehicle, and the pixies rescue their own and say, we're bored of like, come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, we're going to fly. Hey, what are you doing? You're in a flight pad. Yeah, they're very pissed off at them. It's very funny. But then they, the mom says, what do you feel about trying to fly again? Uh, get those wings working. Yep, and, and then we cut back gets, to yeah. the path. Yeah, yeah. this is when we cut back finally on the path. They find underwater river area. They see, like, what are we going to do? Well, let's try that in beginning spell again and jump on this weird Cheeto thing that I have. Uh, and it, it, when you that jump was the point of the getting the snacks, Ben. There you go. It's for a later yeah, plot device. Yeah, there you go, guys. They got the snacks and the resolution. vending machine. To, um, but they're also, yeah. not only do they enlarge the uh, giant Cheeto, yeah. but they also use a velocity spell to make it go forward. Yeah, go forward very fast. Also, I was thinking, like, if that's a real Cheeto, that thing would dissolve in water in, like, a second. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> that should be definitely be But it was magically enhanced. I guess, but not to not, to not, to not dissolve. Um, but, dude, you don't know how this world works. Yeah, whatever. You don't know how farmers work and how <laughs> in this world. It could be because, magically enhanced, who knows? Because <laughs> if, if I were Disney, you know what the reasoning would be? Because no. shut up. Because it's magic, shush, that's why. But yeah, yeah, they <laughs> ride the Cheeto up. all the way down the river they're bonding some more with the, the father legs and and, uh, and of course learning so, more magic and practicing more with the uh, explosion oh yeah spells. he's becoming more of a master now. yeah he's driving all kinds of stuff it's very very cool they're doing great uh, and they get to the end of the river where they fi- have to go through the final gauntlet yep now um sorry i <laughs> now we, what we didn't tell you guys is obviously this is the final gauntlet so there's probably going to be booby traps of course throughout this entire Movie. We've never mentioned this because of this, this one a minor, moment. minor joke the whole movie, but yeah. Um, throughout this quest, Barley likes to keep mentioning, you know, oh, if this happens, don't be upset if a gelatinous cube attacks. Yeah, he also keeps saying, like, oh, and last time with my campaign, my friend was attacked by a gelatinous cube because he didn't listen to my instructions yep. and all kinds blah, of stuff. Blah, 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 gelatinous cube, blah, blah. Yeah, but they finally enter the final stretch of the dungeon thing. Yep, the very first trap that Le- Legs decides to, you know, accidentally press a, a booby trap. And... What should happen? A giant blade swings out waist high and yeah, waist knocks, high knocks off the uh, top part of cuts the cuts legs in half. Oh, okay. If he had a tor- torso, but say, then yeah. a trap door opens and some bright green thing starts glowing. And all of a sudden, Barley's like, "No, don't you dare tell me!" And plop, yep. it is a gelatinous cube. Yep, I was gonna say this is a very classic D and D monster. That's always been a, free, a funny like reference point. I'll say that I used the uh, Starfinder equivalent once in a campaign, the Assembly Cube, which is a techno version of it that, like, anything it absorbs and disintegrates gets, like, turned into random equipment. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. But, um, but yeah, and, and, it was very cool. And just for those who don't know anything about D&D or something like that, yeah. they, actually do, uh, they actually do explain what a gelatinous cube is. Yep. Literally, picture a giant cube of some kind of gelatin or something, yeah. but... If you touch it, you literally just instantly dissolve. Yep. As shown, and and by the way, it doesn't not move. Actually, that's a way. But it's sentient. Way it's it's sentient, of... and it does move slowly. Um, as we see, because gelatinous cube just 
falls to the ground, starts moving forward, and the skeletons that are on the ground, they get absorbed and they start disintegrating. Also, the uh, pillowy top half of the father that they made that was knocked off by the yep. trap oh, yep. also gets immediately disintegrated, showing this is not a joke, guys. You gotta start running as they pick up some shields and start running, getting all kinds of arrows and, and axes. I, 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 lo I love that because it reminds me of one of our campaigns. One player... Uh, it's a floor puzzle. We gotta figure this out. Uh, the warrior type person. Nope, can't do it. Just get shields. <laughs> so they both put up shields on either side and just start running and started getting pelted with like spears yeah, and yeah, arrows yeah. and stuff. I was gonna say during the one, um, the uh, not the what's it called, mystery, the Pokemon campaign oh, we did. Yeah, the I just had that why not that I just sent to all the through all the dungeon paths. <laughs> said that why not <laughs> to just figure out all the traps. They're like a bag of rats, you just throw and see what uh, who survives what. But yeah, they start running through this path. They start running through all the skeletons. They um, he uses a levitate spell to get his brother over the pit of spikes. Not, well, and they use him as a bridge. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, there's a pit of spikes at the very end that is very interestingly uh, squared off. Um, anyway, so yeah, he uses his brother to jump, levitate him, and then legs and Ian walk on him, and then he pulls, and then Ian pulls, uh, I almost said Briar again, I don't Barley, know. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, hold on a second. Briar, 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 Briar. Good. I can never say Briar again. <laughs> no, barley. Not. It's a sack of barley. Yeah, barley because their because their stepdad's gonna be a a friggin' half horse. Barley. <laughs> barley. Yeah. Anyway. Bartles and James, the alcohol. Bar Bar <laughs> Bartles and James. There you go. Um, but yeah. But uh, but barley gets pulled back up at the very last minute. And remember how I said it was interestingly squared off. It was so interestingly squared off that the gelatinous cube fits. Perfectly. Yep, just falls right in it, and they continue on there, out of the way, jumping through the thing into a final room, circular room. Yep. Diamond of Gelatinous Cube. Uh, now that they say, like, okay, what's going on? They see a little pug, a pressure point on the floor. And they're like, wait, 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 it's a trap. Don't, Don't step press on it. it. But then the room starts filling with water. And then, of course, they're like, oh, no, what do we do? Ian, uh, Ian looks up and says, oh, hey, look, the ceiling has the same spot, it has the same symbol as that spot. And, of course, mm -hmm. that's when uh, Barley's like, oh, okay, so we have to press it. And we find out that, yeah. yeah, so he dives underwater and presses the button. Door starts opening slowly, but then closes because the water's deep, so deep they, yep. can't, he, they can't breathe. Yeah. Wait a minute. They can't breathe. Who can go underwater, you may ask? <laughs> the legs. Our hero, Legs. Yep, they just throw, push him down into the water. <laughs> and, and it has like a, a little funny moment where uh, Ian's trying to drag him with yeah, like the Yeah, he's kind of just like stuff. stepping around and he like almost slips on it and then slips off of it and they eventually just like yank him up into the air. Right. He lands right on it. They pressure the thing out and they manage to escape out of the weird portal and through the top tunnel. Yep. And this is the final area. This is where the water ends and this is the final exit for the uh, yep. whole mission. Yep, and they have to climb up a ladder and see, because they see broad daylight, finally. And they're all excited. They're all happy. They went on this awesome adventure with each yep. other. They start climbing up. They're all excited. They finally get to be in the chamber of the Phoenix Crystal Gem. Yeah. We're just going to call it a Crystal <laughs> Gem. Um, and then... They slowly push the circular door out of the way as they climb up even more. Oh, yeah. Oh, daylight blinds their eyes. <laughs> and once they actually, once the light adjusts, once their eyes adjust to the light. A little more build they, up. It's a they see Ian's high school? Yeah. In the middle of a, and they're standing in the middle of a road? Yeah, the middle of their hometown. In the middle of their Mushington. hometown? Uh, little Mushington, yeah. Yeah. And they look around, they see all the familiar stuff, they see they're right in the middle of where they started, and they're like, oh, they're back to where they started, they're like, what's going on? And they're really upset and angry. 
Um, well, they're both upset, yeah. but Ian's angry. Because they have, like, no time left at all for the spell. Yeah, like, they look and they literally have, like, less than an hour. Yeah, they have, like, no time at all, and this is when the brother, he finally blows up his brother, saying, Barley, you are a screw-up, you messed up this whole thing, I, we should just, it was probably in the mountain that I told you to go to. I shouldn't have listened to you, and it's a whole huge blow-up. Dra- storms dra- off with the dad's yeah, legs. Yeah, storms off with legs, and of course... Uh, Barley's like, no, this can't be right, this can't be right. And he looks at the little X mark thingy, and it has the water with an X on it. And when he thinks about it, he looks over, and there's, you'll get, you guessed it, that fountain that was mentioned at the very beginning of this movie. Yeah, the fountain that he tried to get on very and as that And as that happens, he's like, wait a minute, starts climbing again, and of course, the uh, construction workers are like, hey, kid. Uh, oh, not you again. Thing. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, get oh, out no, of here. No, no, don't worry. And, and he runs and jumps on top and like, escapes their grasp. It's very silly. <laughs> right, and he's like looking around for some reason. But then, of course, you know, police call for backup and stuff like that. Yeah. But then we get that heartfelt, tender moment of... Main pro- main protagonist of uh, the two protagonists. Yeah, yeah Ian so. is like upset and sad. Watching the sunset where his dad's legs are going to disappear because their 24 hours is up. Yeah, pretty much. And so he looks down and he had a to-do list because he made a list to, of all the things he wanted to do with his dad. Yep. Um, You know, like play catch. You know, he can't he can't do that. Can't go on a walk with him. You know, he has his legs. Can't tell him his life story because he can't hear them. And, um, yeah, but then he starts looking. Like, he looks, he's like, I have to cross off driving lessons. And he stops, and he's like, wait a minute. And then he gets a flashback to when, you know, his brother was yep. telling him how to drive. So he checks that box off. And then, literally, more flashbacks, more boxes checked. And he realizes yeah, flashback into, all like, the, the boxes. with the dad and the brother and him laughing. Yeah. Oh, John McDonough, tell and, him his life story. And then, we, and then we uh, cut back to... Well, when he and his brother were kids, kids, yeah. and all the other things, because the last one was live, live, uh, live my life with you kind of thing or yeah. something like that, and checks that box off as well. Yep. And he realizes all the boxes are checked off because, well, he had someone like that. Yeah. But he's uh, he, in that realization, he starts taking his dad over to where Barley was. Yeah, and this is and, when Barley finally climbs up, escaping the construction workers, and sees that there is an indent on the top of the fountain he has trapped himself to before that exactly marks the little stone thing that they've been carrying around this whole time. Yep, and uh, puts it in, and a little compartment opens up, and there it is. The finally, Phoenix Gem. Crystal Gem. The Phoenix yeah. Crystal Gem. Because yeah. we've been calling it Crystal course, or Gem yeah, or stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he takes it, he's like... And of course, at this time, Ian's like... Barley and Barley's like, look, we did it. Cue red smoke. Yep, the whole entire like and, uh, school and fountain area fills now, with crazy smoke. Yes, and of course, Ian's like, behind you. Barley looks and says, the, the curse. curse. And I'm like, wait, wait. I think he said a curse. <laughs> I, 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 I thought he said the curse, but either way, it's like, wait, wait, wait. You played that historically <laughs> accurate game and everything, and you. Failed to mention... Yeah, you knew that there was a curse and you did not did yeah, mention it. <laughs> right. But they don't even point that out. And this red smoke... Yep. ...creates the final character of this uh, of this movie. It's literally... This concept I found interesting to a degree. Mm-hmm. Because it's a red smoke... Uh, curse smoke. And, you know, it's supposed to take the form of a powerful beast. Yeah. It starts ripping off, like, different... Taking cars and stuff and literally assimilating any, like mineral type thing into its onto its body becoming a stone and metal dragon 
looking thing. It was like concrete mostly. <laughs> That's why. Well, I, well yeah, it also took some metal. Yeah, it also, took like a desk yeah, and some gloves and stuff like that. But, but like, way, yeah, it was mostly like and, yeah. A huge and when it thing. turns around, the most epic face of all time. Of oh, right, okay, I, okay, look. On the side of the high school, there was the mascot painted. And it's like dragons. a happy looking cute dragon. Yeah. Because they're the dragons. And the face is literally that happy little cute Yeah, it's dragon. a cute little mural. And it like, like, actually like, snaps open its mouth. Yeah, and, it's and when it roars, thing. it's the school bell. Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah, I, I actually thought that, <laughs> that was, was actually part about humor. It, I think. But yeah, it starts like, trying to attack them. But this and then, like, starts to fling them all over the place. And like blowing fire and almost killing the boys. But this is when Corey and the mom finally arrive with the curse breaker. Yep. And then, uh, you know... Uh, the, the Corey falls on her back and she's like, "Uh, oh, my back." Yep, and this is when the mom picks up the curse breaker sword. Yet. She not, does like immediately not. after they fall. Oh yeah, she, well, no, nah, nah, because when they as they're flying, she tells the kids to go and meet their dad. Yeah, and they then the they leave, yeah, and then they leave, and you know, shenanigans happen and stuff like that. Then yeah. the mom picks up the sword. Yeah, she because runs. at the very beginning, when you first meet the mom, she's doing like some kind of a. Like exercise, ex- yeah, like jazzercise. Yeah. You're a warrior. You're doing great, kind yeah. of thing. Like, like what? What was that guy's name? The big one that people used to watch the exercise. I have no idea. Oh, what Richard Simmons? Yes, Richard Simmons. <laughs> like, like a Richard Simmons kind of thing. Only it's like a, a cyclops guy. Yeah, it's like exercise um, thing. But either way, me. she literally the mom picks up this huge sword yeah. and she's like, "I am a warrior," and I'm. In my head, I'm actually hooting and hollering for this yeah, girl because great. she actually like runs up like she was a warrior. At oh one yeah, she point. does a really good job. Also, we like when um, the boys split up. Uh, the boys, well, uh, Barley takes the staff, and Ian starts trying to fight it off with the magic that he's learned so far. Yep. Yeah, he starts shooting all kinds of be like the blasting spell, the enlarging spell, that stuff, and the acceleration spell. He's using all the things he's learned, all the crazy magic to try to fight this dragon, as well as the mom running up his back and stabbing the uh, sword the into the core. But it's like just the tip. Yeah, just a little bit, for, so it stops a little bit. But that is when. Uh, also, we should probably mention that uh, Corey did manage to cut off the wing, so it is just crawling at this point. Oh yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, but um, then the and dad, then of course yeah. the mom's like, "Hey." I can't do this for much longer. Yep. Make it quit, kind of thing. Yep. And so he's, uh, yeah, Ian manages to do some more damage to it, blasting its core open uh, as Barley puts the spell in and starts continuing it, reforming the dad more and more. As that's happening, let's see, they finally do manage to use his magic to blow a huge hole in it, exposing the entire core. Yep. The mom runs back up along the, uh, the back of it in a very cool action sequence. Destroys the core, exploding it, and like surrounding Ian in all kinds yeah, of and debris. All, yeah, and all, all kinds of uh, debris and stuff. And then, of course, as that's happening, as that's happening, because yeah, he's stuck in the debris and he can't see up, but he can just see Barley on the shore with his dad, making uh, finally talking to him. The dad reforming and talking to Barley. It's a very touching scene. We he's already, it literally he's like stuck lasts like it. yeah. For like maybe a minute or two at yeah, most. Exactly. It's um it's very touching for Barley getting some resolution with the dad who he knew until he has more memories because yep. earlier he does mention offhandedly that like yeah he doesn't have another memory when his dad was sick, which is a very like crazy. Oh yeah, he was like, crazy, like, like up the yeah. tubes and stuff. Yeah, a very like uh, intense thing for like to bring up in a show like in a movie right, like that. Yeah. yeah. I was very I was very impressed with like that they were able to handle like, once a dying again, parent like that and a kidnapping. Very relatable. Oh yeah, it's very understandable. Especially for like especially for like a little kid to be seeing that. Yeah, I'm about to say also ties back to uh, Star Lord, <laughs> the uh, yeah yeah, ending with his mom and Chris as, Pratt as Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Chris I mean Pratt if Tom Holland, if if Tom Holland can Tom Holland in this movie, yeah, Chris I guess Chris Pratt can. Chris Pratt, <laughs> Chris can Pratt. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, it's a very touching scene that we see the um, the whole like final culmination of the father and Barley talking from far away. We can't hear what they're saying because right. Ian is stuck trying to crawl out of the debris. 
Finally, uh, Barley hugs the dad as he disappears, and Barley or Ian manages to escape the rubble. Um, Barley helps him out. Yeah, Barley comes and, and over of course, and helps him. And out. of course, Barley's like, you know, his, oh, because one of the jokes was, "What was his with his wizard, wizard name?" Yeah. It was like, oh, something the whimsical. Yeah, it was a very silly name. He's like, like that's, that's, terrible. "That's bad." Yeah, he's like, um, "Yeah, it was gonna be terrible." It's he's like, "Yeah," but he also wanted to say that you know he he is proud of the you that you've become today. And, of course, Ian's like, well, I have a lot to thank for you about this. And he's like, yeah, Dad kind of said that, too. Yeah, it's a very touching scene. And then finally resolving everything and everyone being happy and yep, peaceful everyone's together. happy and peaceful. The the grand reopening of the Manticore Tavern oh, yeah, the, the, actually the, looks like a tavern. Yeah, and she's actually telling her story of her crazy adventure and all that stuff. We see... The uh, boys, we see um, Ian giving a speech to his class about the world of magic from before. Yep. We see the pixies, like are the sprites that are just flying around now. Yep, and Everyone's then we really see uh, and it's real. yeah, it's just, everything's good. Um, we also see um, uh, the Cory or Cory, not Cory, um, Colt Bronco doing running like old centaurs did in the past. His long flowing yep. hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's right because they go back to the house and the mom's just like, oh, I have to. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Cor- uh, Corey's almost off work, so we're going to go for a night out, you know, pun, because she carries a giant battle axe. Yeah, they're going to go have an adventure. I'm like, that's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's amazing. And then, of course, uh, um, Colt, I almost called him the dad again, but yeah. Colt's just like, eh, don't worry, I got to get to work too. And she's like, wait, you forgot your keys. Don't worry. Takes off his hat and, yeah. look, I swear, if you give if you give th- this guy the mu- like the whole mustache thing that he was going, he looked like Nicolas Cage with the long <laughs> hair. You know that meme with the flowing wind? He looked say, like uh, that. From uh, Con Air. Is that what that was from? <laughs> yeah, he was like leaning out the window. He was like, oh, air feels good. He has like a terrible southern accent in that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Conner's That's insane. what he looked like. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was crazy. born to run. Yeah. Because offhandedly at the very beginning... Uh, it was mentioned that centaurs can run 70 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't need to run that fast. I can drive. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be like old school. It's a very touching scene. Yeah. Big and, resolution and, for everyone. They um, make fun of, of course, Tom Holland. They make, make fun of Ian for destroying the school. <laughs> yeah, right. But but then we get one of the bigger ones. We um, we get, Because, you know, Ian has to hang out with his friends at the park. Um, we, yeah, we, yeah, the same, the same group. Yeah, the same group. But how is he going to get there? Well, he has a surprise. He's like, oh. So what are you gonna do with your uh, with your new van, bro? And Barley's like, yeah, Guinevere, Guinevere too. I I'm gonna be saving up so I can get her a paint job. And he's like, ah, Ian's like, ah, I got I I got that taken care of. It's literally like the same looking unicorn, yeah. only with like a Viking helmet, um, sword, Barley, yeah, sword, sword wielding Barley with a wizard hat, uh, looking <laughs> Ian. It's like that's all. And then they drive off, and that's. Yeah. Honestly, where the credits, so it's a very touching ending. I'll say that it was a uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Overall so, thoughts of the movie, I thought it was very good. I haven't seen a Pixar movie in a while. I enjoyed it, but more than anything, it made me want to have another DMD campaign or Pathfinder campaign because it's been a while since we've had one. Oh my it, goodness! It made me real. I loved all of the crazy aspects of it. I love like a more modern, like are like we said earlier, arcade Magitech punk setting for a fantasy world. Yeah, like Shadowrun. I really love that like modern stuff, but all the fantasy stuff. That's why I try mm-hmm. to keep that setting for a Forgotten Minotaur game. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. This movie was. I went in, I, I wasn't like you, where I had zero interest in watching it, but I went in not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be really good. Yeah. It was really fun. The characters, every character, even some of the side characters, were really well, well thought out and everything. Heck, even the lizard lady. Yeah, she was even a great the lizard character. lizard lady was great. Yeah, she, um, <laughs> for a little bit of chance, she was a very interesting character. Just like, just like you, I'm like, 
Man, now I kind of want to just like play play some more yeah. D&D or Seriously, Batminer I'm about to go right out. Like, I, I probably tonight after getting ready for the main uh, Ar- uh, Action Tune Bros feed, I'm going to start working on scripts, more scripts for <laughs> for Minotaur King because right. so inspired you know, by you, this. You know what we need to do? Mm. We need to uh, text Ed so we can actually get that his campaign going. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did it. We uh, a whole bunch of stuff playing. But yeah, it was very, very fun. I loved it. Yeah, it was, You can definitely tell the people good. who wrote it like definitely probably did play tabletop games and stuff like that because it mm-hmm. felt very genuine. Yeah, it was very and, enjoyable. Uh, and one of my favorite things is like, yeah, there's a lot of lessons and stuff. Of course, learn, like, very, over, yeah, stuff. very overtly but, obvious with the magic and how it works. <laughs> but my favorite one was actually Ian figuring out that he he grew he never grew up with a dad he grew up with his brother being yeah, like the an father older brother who was and, nice <laughs> and so and so instead of having him meet a person he's never known his entire life yeah. he let the one person who actually knew who he was yeah. get to say goodbye so he never actually got to meet his dad at all I was, yeah, that, because yeah, he has like very good, he yeah. had his brother I'm like okay Disney I was wondering where that twist that's was very very be. deep and yeah, cool it, yeah. it was it was actually very deep it was surprisingly deep so yeah yeah very appreciated I love that whole resolution that like yeah usually don't get stuff like that where like a character who knew the person who was lost longer doesn't get a resolution with them yeah also like how they, like, they didn't have the mom because she was actually kind of moving on with her life because it's been like what 16 18 years for her and she's something already, like that yeah. yeah she's trying to move on it's a very it's very like appropriate for her to like not have any interaction with the father and then the brother son who did know him for a little bit it was like very well thought out very, yeah. very well handled and and obviously, you know, she was happy that yeah. at least one of them got to see, you know, she got to see him one last oh, time yeah. kind of thing. But, yeah, and, I mean, everyone moved on, you know, and everything like that. They Everyone pretty much got closure. Mm-hmm. And, on, yeah, like I said, it was very it, an interesting turn. Like, every once in a while, Disney will come out with a new movie and will give you that kind of... Yeah. I mean, I was say, yeah, even watching it, I was thinking, like... You know what? I wouldn't be upset seeing some sequels to this because there's a lot of good, interesting places to go. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of interesting things to do with this. Um, but yeah, so that was onward. Um, yeah, excellent movie. Good. Go it, see it if you haven't. If this movie, if this, we didn't spoil it enough, go see it for yourself because it's very visually good looking too. Yeah, it, it is very good. I mean, I, I could just say it's a Pixar movie. You're gonna love it. Yeah, which isn't necessarily wrong, but honestly. Give this one a watch oh, because absolutely. it's definitely worth your time and your money. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Plugs, Ben. Um, still working on that secret project. All right. But I know you have a lot of. Things oh going yeah, on. I have uh, now. Uh, I have movie garbage as well as Forgotten Minotaur King and oh. regular Action Boys feed. That's right. Action That's Tomb right. Let's see, uh, Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon and YouTube. Uh, uh, Lewis 89 I believe, on Instagram. I have a whole bunch of stuff going on, so uh, that's my junk. He doesn't even remember what his own Instagram is. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, I have time but, for that but junk. Actually, um, because by by the time this comes out, you'll already have at least one episode of Movie Garbage out. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's you and who else? Oh, Ed Bobinchek, friend of the pod, friend of all of our podcasts. Yeah, friend, friend of all of the podcasts, yeah. Um, who He used to be on Action Tune Bros as a special guest. Now he's got his own show with Matt. Yeah, everyone's part of the Matthew Lewis Empire. Um, what was the first... Because by the time this comes out, you'll only have one episode out. What, what episode was that? Uh, that would be Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Thank you for making top, me bring that up. <laughs> hey, 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 you know... Hey, you guys, you have to plug. When it's you a plug great in, movie. When you also, plug in a segment, you gotta tell them. What oh yeah, I'm saying uh, the week after this airs, we should be uh, doing our second episode, which will be the movie Fantasy Island. Probably not in theaters anymore. Oh, you mean the new one? Yeah, the movie that just came out. The one that ruined a lot of people's childhoods. There's a reason that it's on movie garbage. Uh, <laughs> but no spoilers. Anyway, yeah, I was gonna say, but 
yeah, so give that a watch. I actually did watch the the their first episode. Yeah, give them a watch. Show them some love. Ed is a wonderful talk show host, oh, yeah. and everyone knows Matt. So. Of course, this is with my empire. I built with my own hands and internet and microphone. So, all, all right. right, yeah, yep, that's from, all of our junk. Yep, so from, from us to bros. you, uh, from us to you, we're going to tell you like we always do, keep, keep it sleazy. sleazy.